listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody, it's John Barrett, the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. It's so good to have you here once again listening. I hope this is adding value to you and leveling up so you don't level out in your influence and impact. We are going to add value to you today. I want to do an episode on how to read books. That's right. This is going to be great. If you are a leader, you need to listen to this because you are only as good as the books you read. And if you don't take my word for it, then you will find out very quickly that if you stop growing and start feeding yourself through resources and books and great ideas on how to be a greater greater leader, then it's going to limit your effectiveness in the long run. So I want to talk to you about a great episode today, how to read books, and I want to lay out kind of a whole idea here. Now, we're going to start with why, then we're going to talk about the who, what, when, where, and how of books and how to read them. So let's start with the why. Why do we need to read books? Listen, if you are a leader, I heard, I heard a, a great mentor years ago of mine. This is what he said. He said, John, a leader is only as good as their library. Wow. Drop the mic. A leader is only as good as their library. I'm going to tell you that in your leadership, you are only as good as your library. Now, for some of you, that's good news because you're thinking, hey, wow, I've got a good library and I tend to read a lot. For some of you, that's really, really bad news because your library is not that big. And so I want to encourage all of us today that if there's one thing that you could do that would really add to your growth and development, if there's one thing that you could do that's going to make you a more efficient leader, a better leader, it's going to be to feed yourself. It's going to be to read books and to grow and develop your abilities because when you develop your abilities, your possibilities go up, right? You have more possibilities when you develop your abilities. So if you want to get great, then you've got to read books. Listen, books are to the mind what nutrition is to the body. If you're going to get strong and healthy and physically be in the greatest shape of your life, what do you got to do? You got to get nutrition. You got to work out. You got to make sure that you're intentional about it. Listen, your mind, you are only as good as what you feed your mind, the nutrition of the mind. And books are the nutrition that you need. You've got to have a healthy diet. You've got to have a healthy dose and input into your mind. How do you do that? Through resources, through books that you read, videos that you watch, and things that you get surrounded by that are going to influence you and shape you and pour into you. Listen, what you input is what you're going to output. And few things will give you as great a return than reading. Listen, if you could spend one day with, with the greatest leader out there, let's just you know take some different people out there. Let's say that, that um, you wanted to get with Bill Gates for one day. I mean, wouldn't that be great if you could sit down with Bill Gates, for example, and just ask him questions and get into his mind for one day and you could literally spend a day with him? Would you do it? Now, You'd probably say, yeah, absolutely, I'd take that opportunity. Now, yeah, you might say, well, yeah, but that'd cost me you know, a fortune to be able to do that. Well, what if I said it only cost you $24.95, right? That's $24.95. Would you do it? Of course you'd do it. So, listen, why don't you get a book that Bill Gates wrote? Or somebody else. I mean, just pick, take your pick, right? If Steve Jobs was alive and you're an Apple fan and, and all that, would you, know, would you have spent $24.00? to spend a day with him and get inside his mind on tips and advice? 
Of course you would. You wouldn't even think twice. You'd probably spend thousands of dollars to do it, if not way more. So go. I could go down the list. Just take your favorite influencer out there. And, and if I could say you could spend a day with them, would you do it? Yes, you would, you would jump on it. So listen, books are that opportunity where you can sit down and get into the mind of a leader and extract the wisdom and the things that they have to offer you just for a small price of, I don't know, $15.95 to $34.95. I don't know, whatever the book is, right? So I want to encourage you. You have opportunity to sit down with great leaders over time. Francis Bacon said this, I love this. Some books are to be tasted, others to be swallowed, and some few to be chewed and digested. I like that, right? I mean, the, the, the more you get in the books, that there's some that you just kind of taste, there's some that you swallow and you're like, wow, this is really good, and there's some that you just digest and you really, really enjoy because they give you what you need to be the best version of yourself is a leader. So why do we do this? Why is huge. The why is you're going to gain more insight through books than any other resource that you can put in your mind. Why? Because you interact with it. You're taking it in and you're wrestling with it. You're thinking about it, right? It's vital for your success. So what are you going to do? Right? Why do people hate reading so much? I mean, why is it that so many leaders I talk to, they, they, they say, you know, John, I want to read more, but I don't know, it's just hard. I'm not really much of a reader. Let me talk to you for a minute. Those of you that hate reading, here's what I've always said. The reason that people hate reading is because they haven't discovered what to do with it. That's why. Now, listen, I mean, I, 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 let's just take this analogy of working out and that. I don't know many people unless you just grew up your whole life that just you look forward to working out and eating healthy every day. I mean, my gosh, you would much rather have a healthy, um, you know, meal than maybe Snickers or something like that. Now, listen, if that's what you value and you grew up doing it, then that's great. You probably love that more than something unhealthy. But for most of us, for many of us, no, we work out and choose to eat healthier, not because we just simply would love to do that, Right. I mean, if Snickers didn't have calories and didn't, you know, make me you know, blow up, I'd love to eat that for dinner more than I would something else. Right. But we know that we need to do it. We know it's the right thing to do. And so we discipline ourselves to eat right, to take care of our bodies and all that. It's not the easy route. It's not always the route we want to do, but it's the route we know we should do. Listen, when it comes to reading, it's because you haven't discovered what to do with it yet. When you get a vision for what to do with it and you realize that, you know, I may not like reading necessarily, I may not like devouring resources and taking time, but I know that if I'm going to be the best version of myself, then I've got to be disciplined to have a good, healthy diet of taking in resources and books and reading them. So I just want to encourage you. The why behind it is because your leadership health is dependent on your ability to feed yourself great books so that you can get great ideas so that you can level up in your ability to lead well. So why do we do it? Because it's the best way to give us the best version of ourselves. So let's talk about how to do this. Now, what I want you to think about is this, is who. I want to talk about the who, the what, the when, the where, and then the how. We talked about the why, but let's talk about the who. Who should you read? Right? A lot of people say, John, what books should I go get after? I mean, how do I find really good books? Well, here's what I always start with. Who? Who wrote the book? You need to find books by authors that are writing about things that you want to become like. 
So you think about who are the authors out there that you want to uh, glean from, that you want to become more like them. That's a great way to start. Who wrote the book? Right, I, I choose many of my books, not even really based on the title many times, but on who did it, who wrote the book. And if that person wrote it that I respect and I look up to and I've really been influenced by, then I'm going to devour that and take it in. Even if I don't agree with it completely, I'm going to wrestle with it and figure out why and what is it that they're saying. So you've got to think about who you read. When you find a really good author, this is 101, you know this, stick with them. Continue to pick up all their other resources and listen to them, okay? So make sure that that you think about who you're reading. Who are you being influenced by? Who are you being invested into by? I had a good friend years ago. He told me this. He said, John, I only read dead guys. I went, wow, what do you mean? And he said, well, I, I figure that the people that have passed on and, and that, if they're resources have stood the test of time, then I know there's something good about what they said. So I just tend to only read dead guys. I thought, well, that's interesting, right? So listen, do some research before you start picking books. Think about who's out there, who has a voice, who's really helping to shape things in the industry, whatever it is that you're wanting to learn about and dive into more. Go find out who the who's are. And whoever the who's are, begin to pick up their resources and be influenced by them. Now, I'm going to give you another contrasting thought just a little bit here that that also challenges you. Because a lot of times we can only be drawn to the who's that we like and that we connect with. I would encourage you to pick up some contrasting books. What do I mean by that? Pick up some books that have a whole nother side to it. They're approaching it from a whole different angle. Maybe they're opposed to a certain way. In fact, um, I just listened to uh, a podcast by an author that I'm getting ready to pick up some resources by, and one of the things she was saying, she said, you know, we've been told all of our life to dream big, and she said, I'm just telling you there's a better way, and it's to dream small, and now that, that thought caught me for a minute. She said, I know that's totally different than what everybody's told us, but here's why, and then she went to unpack why uh, dreaming small is better than dreaming big. And I went, wow, that's interesting. Now, I'm a, I'm a motivational guy, so I'm all about dreaming big. And I, I say that and, you know, all that. But I thought, you know, I want to look into this. I want to hear what she's saying about dreaming small because it's contrasting to what I typically would do. And I want to be challenged. I want to look at that. So I would just encourage you, if you really want to have a well-rounded view, find things that you connect with, authors that you connect with, but then find some people every now and then that are totally contrast to that. Maybe it's a who that's totally different on the other side of the spectrum. And just listen to that because it'll challenge you and it'll help you maybe to kind of frame where you do. I I remember um, uh, someone I was listening to years ago uh, that that told me that they always, wherever they find a book that they're reading, they'll go find an opposing book on the other side of that. Now, they were talking about political and some other things that they were looking into, but I just thought that was interesting how well-rounded they kept themselves just to always challenge themselves so they didn't get into a rut of just kind of a bias on everything that they want to think about versus something challenging their thoughts so that they can maybe help reinforce what they do believe and have a good reason why, or at least to hear those opposing sides so that you can kind of find out where you land in that process. So think about the who's. Now, the next thing is what? When you think about how to read a book, I want you to think about the what. What do I mean by that? What are you going to read about? What are the categories that you want to learn about that? Listen, you can't learn what you need to know until you know what you need to learn. 
Now think about that. That, that, that. I want you to get that. You can't learn what you need to know until you know what you need to learn. You need to know what you want to learn about. So you've got to choose a, a few skills or topics or something that you want to grow into and then dive into that topic, right? Now, here is a really great way to do this. I'm a big fan of batching your learning. What do I mean by batching your learning? That whenever you're learning about a certain topic, skill, whatever it is that you want to get better at, go surround yourself with a whole bunch of those resources. Years ago, um, I, I do a lot of team training and team building, and I love to use a whiteboard. I'm a very visual guy. It's kind of the artist in me, the creative in me that wants to do that. And, and, and I love just images. I love visual learning and that. And so I always found myself at a whiteboard, always using it, trying to kind of explain my ideas and kind of, you know, give some visual context to it. And I thought, you know what, why don't I just get better at this? I want to learn how to do it better. So I went on, I'll never forget, this was years ago, uh, it was right around Christmas, because I remember I ordered like 15 books about sketch noting, and it was all about how to take notes and communicate through visual kind of drawings and, and doing that. And even when you're just learning and being able to take notes, but not just linear kind of text, but to put images to it and to put concepts and to kind of interact with your learning by using sketch noting is what they call it, sketching out while you're taking notes or while you're communicating. And I just wanted to get better at this. And I've got a long ways to go, but I'll tell you what, it helped me tremendously. And I just dove into it for about two months and, and I just spent as much time as I could learning about sketch noting. So that was super helpful for me. So batch learning is when you take one topic, one thought, you know, I want to be better communicator um, when I'm presenting to others, right? Well, first of all, you need to go get my free ebook and guide on how to uh, prepare for great presentations at johnbarrettleadership.com. That'd be a great start, but you're going to dive into and batch your learning. Get three or four resources and just begin to devour how to give great presentations. When you batch your learning, you're going to get yourself in that mindset and you're going to pick up that skill really, really well. So you've got to think about what are the categories that you want to learn in. Now, you can do this kind of seasonally, like, you know what, over the next few months, I'm just going to dive into communicating in front of an audience or something. Or I, I want to dive into accountability, and I want to get better at knowing how to hold people accountable. So I'm going to dive into some resources and just totally kind of immerse myself in that learning. So what do you want to learn about? you got to get specific. Don't just pick up books and random books and that because somebody just suggested it. I mean, that's, you know, that's a start. But think about who wrote it. What is this book about? Is it something that I'm going to batch my learning and get in there? If you're not sure where to start on, on that, here, here's a great way. Here's one of the th a little trick that I do. At the end of every book that I'm reading, if it's a really good book that I like, in the back there's usually a bibliography, right, where they give all these notes and they kind of tell you where they got their resources from. They cite all their sources. That is one of the best places to go find your next book especially if you're in a certain topic and you're thinking, wow, this is really good. Well, look at what the author, look at their notes in the end of the book and see who they cited in throughout all the book and did their research through because that will right there give you all kinds of information on what other books you need to go read. I do that all the time. I'll usually go back and in the end, then I'll make notes and I'll highlight and I'll go order those books of people that they cited. And I've come across so many phenomenal books that I never would have heard about, that they're not popular, they're not on the New York Times bestseller list, but there's something that this uh, author researched and they found some really good insight from, and I'm picking up on that. 
It'd be like sitting down again with that Steve Jobs and him saying, hey, by the way, uh, 20 years ago, I read this resource or I read this book and it changed my outlook. You'd probably go get that book. You'd be like, wow, if Steve read it, then I'm going to go get it if that influenced him. Well, you can do that at the back of every book that you read. Go to the notes, go to the bibliography, and find out what you can do to, to find some other books. So make sure that you know what you're going to do. Have a running list of books that you're going to keep reading and keep your eyes and ears open for what other people are suggesting and if it falls in line. Okay, now we talked about why. We talked about the who. Find authors that you really connect with and want to be like what what categories are you going to learn in? What are you going to do? Uh, what, you know, pick those areas. Now, when? So if you're going to read books and you want to get the best out of it, you got to think about when you read. you got to choose your best times. Not a Time is not all created equal, right? Just because you're reading at certain times doesn't mean that you're really taking it all in. For example, a lot of people sit down at night before they go to bed and they think, oh, I'm going to start to read a little bit. Problem is, for a lot of people, we start to fall asleep. And we get real drowsy and, you know, we're not really retaining anything anymore. And you've been there. You've read through like three pages and you're like, whoa, I don't even know. I, I, my eyes were going through the, the sentences, but I wasn't reading at all. I was thinking about something else or I was dozing off. How did I even do that? Right? It's a phenomenon. I don't even know how that works. Right? So you got to think about what times are you best to devote yourself to learning and to growing. Now, for me, I love to read right when I wake up in the morning. I hit the ground running. I'm one of those, you know, unique people that I don't need coffee. I don't need, you know, hours of waking up. As soon as the alarm goes off or as soon as my body wakes up, I am ready to go. I mean, I hit the ground running pretty heavy. And in the morning when I wake up, that's when I go right to reading. And I literally, I've got a whole system, which I'll tell you a little bit later, but I've got a whole system that I do. But I go right in. As soon as I wake up early in the morning, I just start reading. That's what I do. I've got a whole plan on how to do it. But that is my best time I've found for me. Now, that doesn't mean that it's yours. You're gonna, but you have to find your best time. You're going to have to spend some time being intentional about figuring out when you're going to grow, when you're in the best mode for growth, right? you got to think about that. So when are you going to read? And listen, if you wait to find time to read, my friend, you will never find the time. Time is not laying around anywhere. In fact, you're probably so busy in that. In fact, you may be listening to this because you're thinking, oh, I wanted to hear this topic because I need to read more, and blah, but I just, I got to figure out how to do it because I am not doing it. Listen, time is rarely just waiting around for you to find it. Our lives are busy. They're going 110 miles an hour for most of us. You're going to have to make time. You have got to be intentional. Listen, if you don't make time, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find 30 minutes, an hour, just laying around with nothing to do. It's not going to happen. Or if it does, you're not going to be ready for it. So make time. That means that you've got to be intentional about when is your growth time. In fact, if you and I were to sit down one-on-one -on -one and I was coaching you, I would say, when is your growth time? I'd ask you that question. Now, many of you would say, what? What do you mean? I don't even know I need to have one, right? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you mean, when's my growth time? Well, just like I might say, hey, um, wh when do you go to the gym, right? For those of you that maybe work out, I'd say, when do you go to the gym? I doubt you just say, oh, I don't know, whenever I feel like it, whenever I find some time. Well, if, if you do that, you, you're done. I mean, you're, you're never going to find time. You, you know, you're never going to feel like it probably for most of us, right? You probably have a specific time or at least each day it might change, but you know, oh, tomorrow I'm going to hit the gym earlier. You know, I'm going to go in the afternoon. Or I'm going to go during lunch and do that. You scheduled it in. 
you know that you've got to get it in, and so therefore you make time for it somehow, some way. Now, if I were to say, uh, when is your growth time? How are you going to do that? When are you going to take time to grow? Right? You've got to be able to say, oh, this is when I'm going to do it. Hey, during my lunch break, I always sit down and I read just, you know, for five or ten minutes. And, and, and I just, I, I call it grow on the go. Just as I'm going, I pick up a book and I just start reading it and, and do that. So when are you going to do it? You've got to be intentional. If you don't have a time for your growth, then you're not going to grow. It's not going to happen. It might, but it's just, it's going to be organic growth and it's just going to be very, very small incremental. But when you want to get intentional about your growth and you begin to make time for it, you are going to put yourself on the fast track to get better and to level up. If you're a young leader, then I'm telling you, if you'll get a plan for this now, you are going to have a huge uh, return in the future of your success. So when are you doing your growth? That when you read books and how do I do it, you got to think about the when. Now, also think about the where. You need a greenhouse for your growth. You've, you've, anything that's going to grow has got to be in the right ecosystem. It's got to be in the right environment. And just like anything that we observe in nature, our growth and our mind and our ability to get better, we've got to have a greenhouse for our growth. So where are you going to read? Where's the best place? Right? Where are you going to do this? Where are you alert and, and ready to go? Again, for some of you that maybe you read in bed at night, well, one, the wind is not really great because you're kind of falling asleep. And where? You're in bed. You're trying to fall asleep. Right? Your body's telling you to shut down. That may not be a greenhouse for growth is in bed. Right? Maybe it's at your desk. Maybe it's a certain area. I love to kind of go out in the living room at, at our house. I've got, we've got one upstairs that sometimes I'll sit in and then downstairs a specific place that I'll go and I sit down. And that's my place to grow and to learn. Many times if I'm going about my day, I'll just go into a coffee shop and I'll stop by for 30 or 40 minutes just to read and learn and grow and take notes, right? So where are you going to do it? Think about it. Is it public? Is it private? Where do you grow the best? Is it quiet? Is there other things going on? Is it morning, night? Where is it? Is it a certain area or place, right? So where are you going to go to grow? Choose areas that open you up to learn and to focus and be intentional about where you do what you do. Where you do what you do can affect what you do, right? Where, where, where. It's so vital that you know that, all right? Last thing I want to give you is how. How are you going to read? So how to read books? I, you know, we talked about why. Okay, it's super important. We talked about who we're going to read. We got to find authors we connect with and even contrasting authors and find those people. What? What areas are we going to learn in? What categories? Batch our learning, all of that. We talked about when, when we do it. We want to make sure that it's our best time where we're alert, we're focused, we're in the mode for growth, and we're intentional about that. Where we do it, we've got to find that greenhouse. Now, how? What is our plan? How are we going to read when we sit down? This is important. Most people, if you just sit down and read a book, it's not going to last. I mean, you're going to be like, yeah, I kind of came up some good things, but I just forget about it and I don't really know what to do. No, no, no. You need to have a plan for your gonna, when, you, when you read. Now, for me, let me tell you what that looks like real quick. I've talked about this in previous episodes and, and, and all of that. You should go back and listen to some of these, but but... Let me just kind of tell you my plan. Here's what I do at the beginning of every month, right? This is for me. Don't get overwhelmed by this, but this is me. It took me a long time to get there, and it took me a long time to be disciplined enough to do it. But what I do is I have five categories that I grow in, five categories for life, all right? Faith, psychology, leadership, business, and innovation. Those are the five categories. 
Now, what I've done is, is I've said, okay, Monday is going to be faith day, Tuesday psychology, Wednesday is leadership, Thursday's business, Friday is innovation. Those are my days where I pick at the beginning of every month, I pick five books for that month. Five books in each one of those categories, a faith book, a psychology book, a leadership book, a business book, and an innovation book. And I take those five different books for each of those five categories, and I sit down, and Monday through Friday, Monday is faith, Tuesday is, is, is psychology, Wednesday leadership, Thursday business, Friday innovation. And I mark out in a month, there's usually four weeks, I literally dog ear how much I need to read each, each morning. And I know that if I read all those within the four weeks or so within any given month, I'll finish all five books and all five of those important categories to me. Now, that is my plan. So yes, I wake up on Monday and I read my faith-based book. I wake up on a Wednesday, for example, and I read my leadership book. Today is a, a, um, a day that I woke up and read my leadership book, where I did a Wednesday leadership book this morning. So that is what I do. Now, here's another part of how I do my system. I have in every one of my books, I told you I learned about sketch noting years ago. So what I've done is, is I made a little trifold piece of eight and a half by 11, and I, I designed a little template, and I put it as a bookmark into each book that I'm going to read. And at the top of it, I write in the title of the book. I sketch note that out. And every time I re- read, I'm marking up things that stick out to me. And then I go into that sketch note little trifold, and I will write down what I learned about that morning. And I'll write down any thoughts that came to mind of what I'm wrestling with, thinking through, ideas that I got, whatever it may be. And at the end of every book that I read, I've got this whole trifold sketch note that I've got of all my thoughts that I've extracted from the book, some more than others, some less than others. And then what I do is, is I file that away. That's a whole nother process for another day and all of that. Again, I'm a communicator. I'm, this is what I do, so I'm always looking for content. But as a leader, you should always be mining for gold that you can share with your team, that you can share with others, and that you're growing yourself through. So what is your plan? Now, don't get overwhelmed by mine because that took me years to get to. I don't care if it's just one book that you read and it takes you two months as long as you just have a system, a plan. But here's what I want you to think about when you think about how to read a book. I want you to think about not only who you're going to read, what you're going to read, where and when and that, but when you actually sit down and read that book, I want you to think about what is your process? How are you going to learn and retain from what you just read? It doesn't do any good to read a book and then forget about it, right? I mean, what's the point, right? The whole point of reading is not to gain knowledge, It's to lead to action. It's to lead to change. Reading books is a means to an end. It's a means to transform your life and your success and those around you and how to be better at what you do. So the whole purpose of reading is to grow and get better and be more successful. So how are you extracting what you read? You've got to have a system where you retain it, you're going to share it, you're going to work ways that you can figure out what you're going to do with what you're learning. So what are you going to do with it? Here's some thoughts for you. Here's just some basic things. Write down what you're learning about, right? So write down what you're reading about. Make sure that you write it down. I'm a huge fan of that because it helps you to retain it. There's something powerful that helps us to to, to make sure that we really get it. Then share it. Share it with other people. Talk about it. Hey, you know, I was reading this the other day. This was an interesting thought. Have some conversation around it. I'm telling you, if you will start to get a plan for what you're going to do, 
right? When I sit down, I've got a little growth kit. So I've literally got all my books together, pens. I've got all those inserts or those trifolds that I've made in advance, and I put them in there. So when I sit down, in fact, I've got a little book bag that I carry around because if I'm traveling or that, I'll take that book bag with me so that I've got my growth kit with me all the time. Right. In fact, I heard a great um, I was interviewing a, a great guy, Chris Robinson, the vice president of the John Maxwell team. Uh, he had a thing called Ahab. Always have a book. Ahab. That's his principle. Always have a book on hand. In fact, I got books in my cars literally just sitting there so that if I'm ever somewhere where I'm waiting around or something happens where I'm, you know, uh, have to wait for something unforeseen, I can pull out a book. Now, thankfully, we got technology where we can get books and resources on our phone. But listen, I'm telling you, Figure out what you're going to do. I hope this was helpful. I want you to read. Listen, I don't care if you're like, I hate reading, John. Listen, I don't like to eat good, healthy food and work out, but I know I need to. So I want to encourage you. You are only as good as your library. So figure out how you're going to read more, how you're going to devote in, in uh, yourself to personal growth. The more you do it, the more you are going to get a massive return on your success in the future. Read books. Read, read, read. If there's one thing I contribute most of my success to, it would be the books that I've read over time. They've opened the door for so many opportunities and growth and development for me. And I want you to do the same for yourself. So guys, I hope this was helpful to you. As always, make sure that you check out uh, johnbarrettleadership.com for all kinds of free resources and all kinds of content that you can look into to help you grow as a leader. We want to level you up so you don't level out in your influence and your impact. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much. Leave a review for this wherever you're listening to it. And we'll see you next time on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com. Thank you.